I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. Anand, the country's biggest port is frustrated by planning delays. Kia ora Charlotte, yes, the country's biggest port, the port of Tauranga, has increased its profit by 9% in the face of supply chain disruptions and steady cargo volumes, but says it could have done better for itself and the country. The net profit was slightly above expectations at $111.3 million, with revenue rising 10% despite a fractional dip in cargo volumes. But disrupted global trade and shipping means two-thirds of the ships calling are missing their scheduled time, adding to delays for everyone, something which Port of Tauranga believes the extra berth it's trying to build would help alleviate. The project was put up in 2018 but has been hit by delays, knockbacks and red tape, so just when they hope to be finishing the build, it hasn't got off the drawing board. Chief Executive Leonard Sampson is frustrated. We're trying to build a berth, uh, vessel berths on an existing uh, container terminal uh, that's already there. It's been used as a container terminal. We're just trying to put a berth on the front of it. We're not looking to uh, build the port out into the harbour or to go and do significant um, reclamation. Uh, and, and it's been planned, uh, and here we are, not even able to get a date in the Environment Court uh, yet without uh, to even go through the consenting process and and we're looking at the best part of a $20 million increase in the construction costs uh, since 2020. That's Port of Tauranga Chief Executive Leonard Sampson. Campervan company Tourism Holdings has reduced its full-year loss and says it's determined to make it the last. The company has reported a loss of $2.1 million in the year ended June, which compares with a $14.5 million loss the year earlier. Revenue is down 4% given the border was closed to international tourists during the past year. Chief Executive Grant Webster says the company has used its time to refresh the business. We're really, really passionate and positive about the fact that we um, really, in essence, see that COVID impact period behind us now. Uh, some impact in New Zealand still in quarter one of the current financial year, the new financial year. But we're, we're back. We're moving into profit. We're ready to go. The company expects this year to deliver a net profit within the range of analysts' expectations between 17 and $30.2 million. Grant Webster says the planned merger with Australia's Apollo is progressing, with the regulators expected to make a decision next month. The higher cost of gas has dented the full-year profit of electricity and gas distributor Vector. The company's profit is down 17% to $160.9 million, as it wrote down $40 million from its LPG business. Its gas earnings fell because of higher global prices and weaker currency, but metering earnings were up as it expands new technology in Australia and New Zealand. Vector Chair Jonathan Mason says it was a steady result in the face of rising gas prices. We couldn't increase our prices to offset very rapid cost increases, including the impact of higher Saudi Aramco contract price of LPG, higher ETS, and a weaker New Zealand dollar, all contributing to a significantly higher cost of gas, along with the impact of the increase in discount rates, the interest rates went up, as of 30 June 2022. This was offset in our results by higher capital contributions, lower interest cost, and a gain from the sale of Vector's 50% shareholding in Treescape. That's Vector Chair Jonathan Mason. 
Consumer confidence has improved marginally, but it de- but remains deeply pessimistic, with a record number feeling worse off than a year ago, and few expecting any improvement. The ANZ Roy Morgan Consumer Confidence Index rose three points in August to 85.4, still well below its long-run average of about 120. A net 17% of households thought it was a terrible time to buy a major household item, which is an improvement on July's eight points, uh, or an eight-point improvement on July, rather. But retail sales numbers yesterday unexpectedly fell, raising the prospect of further contraction in the second quarter, making a recession. ANZ Chief Economist Sharon Zollner says a recession is looking more likely, but says it probably won't help cool inflation. While activity is weak, it's really unclear what the mix of demand and supply factors it is that's constraining growth. The Reserve Bank needs the problem to be weaker demand, but at the moment the supply side of the economy is still quite hampered, um, with, with particularly with this winter wave of illnesses. However, Reserve Bank Governor Adrian Orr says the fall in retail sales shows its inflation-fighting rate rises are starting to bite. Speaking to Bloomberg TV from the Jackson Hole Central Bankers Conference, he says another quarter of negative growth making a technical recession isn't likely. He says the outlook for New Zealand is quite positive. I think we're in a pretty strong position. We've got employment near maximum, above maximum sustainable employment. Uh, The inflation demon, we're getting on top of that. Net immigration is starting to rise again. You're seeing a more balanced uh, environment ahead. Adrian Orr says another two cash rate rises of 50 basis points this year are likely. Well, time now for an update from the share market, and we're joined by Morgan Borrett of Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Morgan. Good afternoon, and thank you very much for having me. Pleasure to have you, as always. Uh, Let's start off there with the local share market. Another day of earnings reports. How is it looking? Sure, yep. Uh, Plenty of green on the screen today after this morning's session and the solid session in the U.S. overnight. Uh, The NZX50 is currently up around 48 points, or half a percent, and trading at 11,676 points. Um, Some movement around the results today with uh, THL Tourism Holdings up around almost 2% and trading at $2.70. Port of Tauranga up around 1.5% and trading at $6.84. And outside of the 50, we have Rural Land NZL, which opened up almost 5% at $1.11. Okay, can we just get a headline Australian number there? Yep, the ASX 200 has also opened up in the green, up around 26 points at 7,074 points. Uh, Qantas and a few of the rare earth miners are leading the way today. And we'll now go to the New Zealand dollar. Sure, a little bit of Kiwi weakness over the last few days, and that's continued overnight um, with the New Zealand dollar now buying spot 6209 USD, spot 8919 AUD, and 84.87 Japanese yen. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. Sure. So New Zealand three-month bank bills are currently returning 3.47%, and our 10-year government bonds are currently giving back 3.84%. West Texas Intermediate is currently trading at $93.16 US cents a barrel, and spot gold is trading at $1,755 US dollars and 30 cents an ounce. Thank you very much. Morgan Borrett of Hobson Wealth with our markets update. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business.